Hey everyone, it's been about two years now since the Canadian truckers went to go strike against the mandates that the authoritarian Canadian government implemented. And if you guys recall, there was the pandemic and they had to get vaccinated, at least to cross the border or to work and to do a lot of things. And so this was actually a abuse on people's freedoms, people's liberties, and it was a really dark time. At least even in the United States, I was a little concerned for a bit that I was going to get laid off from, from my position. But the Canadians, they had it much, much worse than we did in the United States. So the um, this whole thing started and they, they went to go protest peacefully in Ottawa and at first, it was it was really good. Things were going well. Um, obviously, you know they were honking and they were sitting there. They were camping and they were really just trying to say, "Hey, we're not going to move until you lift these mandates." That's all we're asking for. And essentially, what ended up happening is the the patience of the Canadian government got eroded away, and specifically, over time, the Canadian government started acting in an authoritarian way, such as hey, we're going to close these truckers' bank accounts. We're going to make it so they can't transact. We're going to try to smoke them out financially. And this, to me, was was kind of the part where I had this big orange-pilling moment personally. And that was, hey, the money in their bank account wasn't theirs. It's not their money because if it was, then they should be able to use it. And the government unilaterally imposed restrictions on their ability to spend. They closed their accounts. They froze their accounts. And it was a very, very dark time, at least in the Western world. So we said, okay, well, let's, let's drive some support. So then GoFundMe and Give, Send, Go, these are two organizations. And I, I believe it was just GoFundMe. But there was another one where they actually shut down the campaigns to help support the truckers. So th these are Western platforms, and these are platforms in which you should be able to use to transmit value to those in need. But the problem is this. Only if it is in line with the government's approvals. So what ended up happening is the Canadian government or the U.S. government or both or one or the other, they went to GoFundMe and they said, hey, you need to shut this campaign down. You need to shut this down because it is against the law here or the emergency orders. And so what they ended up doing is they ended up shutting down the GoFundMe campaign. And this, this to me was the big moment where I said, wow, they, they, they can't get value. They can't receive value unless I physically drive over there and hand them something. And it really, this really grinded my gears. I'll tell you, this country, Canada, is one of the, if you look, even if you just go on the internet right now, go look up the Freedom Index. Look up the countries that are the highest on the Freedom Index. Well, why can't they gather peacefully? And this was a huge overstretch by the Trudeau, Trudeau administration and by Parliament overall. So the thing is this. Many people say, hey, just follow the orders, get the shot, just do as you're told. 90% of the people followed the mandate, actually, up there and, and across most of that, um, most of the provinces. But the thing is this, it doesn't matter if you followed it or not. The point is, why are you restricting people's ability to work, provide for their family, 
and access to their finances. These bank accounts were shut down, guys. And I said, and there was this, I forgot what the particular application was. It's not around anymore. And this was before Geyser Fund. But I, I was there to help transmit value over Lightning Network to those in need. And, and guess what? There was a lot of Bitcoin that was raised from this event. There were, there were, there was a lot, I think there, I forgot the exact amount. It might've been 21 Bitcoin or maybe a little less, but the point is a lot was raised and it was hand delivered on paper to these different drivers. And these truckers, when they receive these envelopes of the, the hardware keys and everything, they now have the ability to transact. I think it was a moment where nowadays we're so trusting of the banks, we're so trusting of these agencies that they have our back. But the moment the government or a three-letter agency says, no, this is not on the right side of the aisle, the moment we cave. And the Canadian truckers, I'll, I'll always have that in my heart that, you know, we were able to help support them. But more importantly, it was kind of a sign of what could happen in a Western country if things go too far down a beaten path. And you would have never, this is stuff that it would literally happen in third world countries, guys. I mean, freezing bank accounts unilaterally without due process? I mean, guys, this is, this is just mind-blowing stuff. Keep your head down, guys. Make sure to follow the law. Keep, stay compliant, right? At the end of the day, we're in a situation now where it's against the authoritarians, the elite, those from the new world order, against those that just want freedom. Freedom to live about their lives without getting debased. Freedom to do whatever they want. And people that should have the freedom to do whatever they want as long as they don't harm others. So I want everyone that's in Bitcoin to kind of go back and at least once a year, just look at the story. Look at what happened with the Canadian truckers because... There could be another version of this. There's a convoy right now going down to Mexico or on the border of Mexico where people are trying to defend the border of the United States. And they want more more control right there because right now it's just open. You can get terrorists coming through. Now, politics aside, I think what we do want is like I feel like both the left and the right, we all want one thing. We want prosperity. We want safety, we want freedom, we want economic security, we want the ability to go about our lives. The problem is the approaches. But my recommendation is this. We all have different approaches about what we think works or what we think could be done better. But let's go study history and see what has actually happened when these different policies have been implemented. Because as we know, when it comes to Keynesian economics or socialism, or those uh, in our country right now that lean on the left, um, oftentimes those policies go down in failure, such as Venezuela, Cuba, North Korea, or even certain parts of Czechoslovakia back in the day. We need to be here to provide education and sound advice in a world where everything right now is upside down, tipsy-turvy. It's a clown world, but I think Bitcoin here is a beacon for hope. It's a 
it's a beacon to transact across borders without some middleman saying you can or can't do something. Because at the end of the day, what really matters is we have the freedom to transact and the freedom to move around because things can go, I've heard this before, <laughs> to hell in a handbasket. Things can go to hell in a handbasket if we don't kind of speak up and educate others. So you guys let me know what you think. Do you guys think we are in a situation now where we are unable to move money around the world without types of control? I think we we can't. I think we are limited to certain dollar amounts. But I think Bitcoin is an avenue where once when people learn about it, you can move value permissionless permissionlessly around the world. Anyways, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you all.